What's up, gang? Welcome to The Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mershazde. I'm so pumped to have you here with me. Now, listen, The Greatness Machine, we're about two things. Number one, people who are living their passions. And number two, those who are creating greatness in the world and doing both of these things despite the odds against them. Each episode, we're going to feature interviews with game changers, business leaders, you know, telling us their origin stories, what made them tick, what got them to where they are now. Why? So it can help you step into your greatness within your life, your business, and your career. Occasionally, you might hear a few solo episodes from myself, moi, as I say, as I leverage my 20 years of entrepreneurship as a CEO and founder to help you grow and level up in your journey to scale your life and your business. So come be a fly on the wall, enjoy the conversation, and I'm stoked to have you here with me. What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of The Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mershaw's name. Man, solo Friday, baby. Um, so I was thinking about like, what's one of the best life lessons I ever learned. And, um, it's really around this idea of what a gift is. And I, I remember I was, I remember where it came from. So I, I, I kind of came up on my twenties and thirties and I moved to San Francisco when I was 22 years old. And, um, in San Francisco around that time, there was this really, you know, popular movement around this, this event that was happening out in black rock city near, uh, Nevada or in Nevada called Burning Man. And the whole idea around Burning Man is there's no, like you can't buy anything there. Everything has to be gifted. And I, I, I found, I, 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 I thought it was weird. I was young and didn't really know much about it. And nor have I ever been to Burning Man. So for people that have been to Burning Man, um, this is not that I'm a Burning Man person. It's just the idea of the event is that there's no, it's all bartering. Like you could trade, you can give stuff, but you cannot exchange money. You can't sit, cannot sell stuff. And, and, um, there's this, uh, I, I looked up the definition of a gift and a gift is a thing given willingly to someone without payment, a present, right? And, and so that, that's, that's uh, the Oxford language dictionary, um, is that we're giving something to someone we don't expect something in return. And, and that, I think that's a really important part of understanding what a gift is. And the reason I bring that up is I want to talk about this idea of, what are gifts that we give each other that we sometimes people mix up with that, with a trade. And one of the lessons I ever learned, the biggest lessons I ever learned was this idea that loyalty is a gift. And I used to not think of it that way because I'm, I'm I think loyalty is, is something that is some of us give away freely. Right. And we don't think of it as a gift. And as a young, young person, as a more altruistic human being, um, maybe you could argue naive, but, I would give loyal loyalty was a gift I gave away for free. I'm, I'm a loyal human. I'm a person that's naturally loyal. My brother is, that's probably one of his strongest traits. He's a super loyal person. My family, it's just something that, you know, so it's a value that we as Mershaz days, we give, you know, we're very loyal people. Um, and we're loyal to our friends. We're loyal to each other. Um, and it's just something that it's, I, I think there's a lot of honor around it. Um, but I guess it's one of those things where as you're, you know, if it's something where you do it innately, you kind of expect it from others when you do it freely. And I had this experience. Um, this was a few years ago. This is probably a decade ago where I had, uh, you know, a former, uh, employee of mine and I kind of got into a legal situation and this is someone who had been a long-term friend and, um, you know, without going into too many details, just out of respect for the friendship, um, we ended up off sides and I w I had, you know, kind of screwed up in the situation, um, as did this other person. 
And, and there was this moment where I had found at least my, from my selfish perspective that I had been very loyal to this person and the loyalty was not reciprocated after a pretty long-term relationship. And, you know, everyone, you know, there's three sides, of every story, their side, my side and the truth. But I remember being really, really upset by this. Like, I was like, man, like, like just the kind of a, I expected loyalty because I, I, I had given it so freely and when it wasn't reciprocated, it was really like, like a painful realization. And I remember being distraught by it. I was super upset by it. I was super sad by it. Um, it, it more or less, you know, you know, ruined the friendship at least during that time. And, but, but the, the friendship really never recovered after that. And, um, and I remember at the time I was, you know, I was, I was, I don't remember where I saw this, but it was, it was like, I saw like a meme online that, that, essentially said loyalty is a gift and and it was interesting because right around the exact same time i had learned about this event called burning man and and well, i knew of burning man but i had learned that, that the, really the ethos of burning man was around gifting to one another and it gave me this whole new perspective that that i guess i started approaching loyalty way differently after that which was loyalty is a gift and i should not expect it right and, and, and the minute I, I saw that there was a, 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 a shift, a reframe for me, which was, I didn't expect it. And I think that when we kind of reframe loyalty in that way, something changes, right? Loyalty is something that needs to be earned. Loyalty is not something we give freely. Loyalty is something that takes time. Um, loyalty is something that is gifted through the cognizance through the, uh, the, the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I cannot make you be loyal to me as, as a way for me to say this. You need to freely want to give it. And when someone gives it, that is a gift, meaning I do not expect something in return versus they better be loyal to me. And I expect loyalty from people. You would never go and, and say, I expect a gift from someone right and this gets a little complicated and, and messy because a lot of the times we expect reciprocity and when people don't give it it upsets us so it's a it's kind of a reframe for me in that if i don't expect loyalty then when people give it it's a gift and i should appreciate it such as that oh this is a gift they give it to me without any expectation of something in return vice versa when i give loyalty it should be given as a gift without expectation of anything in return now there are definitely social constructs around marriage, for instance, where one could argue, unless you're in like an open marriage, that loyalty is re- should be reciprocated. It's an agreement. And, and there could be an element of loyalty within an agreement. So I'm not arguing that. I'm not saying, hey, if my spouse you know, devotes loyalty to me, that, 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 that's a gift and I don't owe it in return. I think that marriage and you know, being in a committed relationship might be the one, the one uh that might be the one or one example, or maybe if you're in like the military or something where, where loyalty is part of a construct and it's part of a contract, social contract, but in everyday life in business, um, in personal life, I just started looking at loyalty differently. I said, well, this is a gift. I don't expect it when they're loyal. That's a great gift. I should appreciate that loyalty. I should appreciate that person. It's my choice whether I want to gift it back, which I do it naturally. I'm like I said, us Mershazes are rather loyal people just naturally. But it's but it's a gift that I'm giving. 
And what, what I've found over the years is having this perspective, I, I run into a lot of situations, especially in like CEO peer groups or when I'm counseling, uh, you know, advising companies I work with or CEOs I work with where, where they demand undying loyalty. And I'm like, hey, listen, man, you are setting yourself up to be disappointed. And, and I, I always see a little bit of bewilderment in people's eyes when I say this, uh, because I think that we are brought up to expect loyalty. And I think it's the wrong approach. Because the minute we reframe it to say, no, loyalty is a gift, I don't expect it. When people leave me, that's kind of par for the course. So I'll use the example if you're the CEO of a company or you work for somebody who demands loyalty from you, I think they're setting themselves up to be disappointed in the fact that maybe you're not going to be loyal to them. Or if I'm the CEO and you're working with me and I'm demanding loyalty, I'm probably setting myself up to be disappointed because most people don't stay in businesses. Most executives move around. Most leaders don't stay in one company unless they're partners. Even partners, like that's that's a long-term build. There's loyalty there to a point. And so the minute I stopped having that expectation, things got easier. So no, great. Like, like yeah, loyalty is going to take time to build and it needs to be a two-way street in, in, in a contractual relationship and a non-contractual relationship. It's a gift. If I don't get it, I don't get it. When someone leaves my business or a leader that, that I've mentored up goes on to the next thing, like that's, yeah, like that's loyalty is a gift. I didn't keep earning their loyalty and it's fine. Yeah. It's disappointing, but it's fine. And, and, and what I found is a, when people have that reframe, it's, it's, it's something where you're like, wow, I never thought of it that way. And for me, I'd never thought of it that way. It was like literally an internet meme that I read that I said, Oh, wow. Never thought of it that way. And I think it's important that there's almost this, this equanimity of around not having an attachment to loyalty, uh, you know, from a business perspective, from a client perspective, from a team member perspective, um, from who I'm even working with. And again, I'm a person that's just naturally loyal. So it's not an issue for me. Like I give it, I, I can't help but give it, you know, but at the same time, it's a gift. And if people receive it as a gift, and if I give it as a gift, meaning I give it without the expectation of something in return, then I am not attached to a specific outcome of someone giving it back. I don't expect that. And I think where we get into trouble with this a lot of the times is people give it with the expectation of something in return. They expect someone to give it back to them. So for me, I just want you to think about this. Where are you giving your loyalty? And who are you receiving loyalty from that you might A, be taking for granted, or B, that you expect it from someone who may not be giving it to you? And if and just ask yourself the question, if I was to think that loyalty is a gift rather than something that I'm going to A, take for granted, or B, expect, how would that shift my relationships around me? So I thought that I'd share that today. This is just a, you know, a rambling thought. It's something that, I, that came up in one of my CEO peer groups, and it was some advice that I had you know, experience sharing, at least that I'd given that, that I saw resonated with a lot of people in the room. And I thought I'd share it with the audience because I think that it's a, as we learn these things in life, as we learn to not be attached to the outcomes, as we learn to have equanimity, good, both good or bad, then we can experience life in a more fulfilling way. Cause all you have is the moment, you know, hopefully the future outcomes are in your favor, but all you have is the moment. And if we stop creating these constructs around expectation and get disappointed when they don't go our way, then it, it really kind of calms us down into living in the moment and, and experiencing life as it's meant to be experienced. So with that said, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I wanted to give you a quick little tidbit of learning that I've learned over the years. My solos are really around my best of. It's like, what are the things I learned that I wish I had learned sooner? 
And so whenever I'm teaching these things, it's just around, hey, look, this is something that happened to me. So how I, this is how I frame it. It's how I figured it out. I wish I had learned it earlier. It would have saved me a lot of heartache and pain. So that's really the thought around the solos I do. And um, I hope you guys enjoyed this solo. If you like this episode, share it with friends. You know, leaders were givers. Uh, if you want to give a review to the show, I would appreciate that. Also, happy to take a rating. And uh, with that said, I hope, I hope you all have a great one. Peace out. We love you. are listening to the greatness machine and that's a wrap for today listen if you love what you heard subscribe to the show on whatever podcast platform that you're tuning in on so that you don't miss any of our future episodes we have tons of great people coming on and we're we're stoked to have you here to enjoy it with us leave us a review tell us what you love most about this particular episode we love getting the reviews we love to see what you guys love most and if this particular episode you know made you think of someone who's leveling up in their business and in their life print screen share it with them leaders are the best givers and after all we're all here to support and grow with each other and in case you want to see some of the fun behind the scenes shots or some of the things that we're doing i'm actually writing about this in my weekly newsletter go to www.therealdarius.com and subscribe to my newsletter we're talking about fun things like business and life and mindfulness and cryptocurrencies and gosh i don't even know everything and anything but it's tons of fun stuff i write about i try to get it out on a weekly basis you can subscribe at www.therealdarius.com and with that said look thank you guys so much i appreciate you i love you peace we're out of here see you guys on the next one this episode is brought to you by the yap media podcast network i'm halataha ceo of the award-winning digital media empire yap media and host of yap young and profiting podcast a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen learn and profit on young and profiting podcast i interview the brightest minds in the world and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's going to push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the Podcast Princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam, on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.